right, so five, four, three, two, one. We are a part of a real nation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what came to mind. Sorry. <laughs> All right, do it again. Sorry, sorry. That's fine. No, no. We are a part of a real Okay, and. Hello, everyone. This is Theo from Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, and Vincent. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Don't forget to like and subscribe our YouTube page at Making It Make Sense ITV and listen out for new episodes every Friday. Follow us on Instagram and leave us a comment at Making It Make Sense ITV. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, Vincent, and Danielle. Today, we're going to talk about um, domestic violence and talk about briefly um, about what's been happening in the news with this alleged of um, domestic violence between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Hmm. I think it's Amber Turf. Ah! Is <laughs> Amber Turf or Amber Turf? Amber Turf. Amber Turd. She um so it's very uh, it's um they are actually airing out all their business. They are the personification of airing out your business in the street. It's being televised, all their ups, all their downs, and it looks like they're trying to um they're versing each other, like who's worse, who's the um what are you guys' ideas about, you know, domestic violence and this um crazy shit that we're seeing now in the media with these two. Mm. Anybody, go first. Tag, <laughs> one of you fuckers are in. <laughs> I, well, I'm all for, and I feel like in cases of like domestic violence, I'm all for uh, the, I guess, I, I guess you could say the initiator, which in this case, seemingly is is amber amber heard um i'm all about airing out and exposing people that behave that way um in intimate relationships and i feel that i feel that her her business should be all out there because she also did an op-ed alleging domestic violence um against johnny depp while not having actually named him you know specifically um she did an op-ed i think in washington post in 2016 and so this is a very i don't know this this was kind of like a, and i hate to say it this way but like <laughs> this being televised was kind of like this unexpected really interesting um i don't know like peering beyond the veil of, of that relationship um and i definitely think there was a lot of next to the physical domestic violence i mean because well domestic violence is really just kind of an umbrella for the different types of that. So aside from the physical portion of it, I mean, there's the emotional aspect and the psychological and stuff like that. And just from even some of the recordings, I mean, she was really, I mean, I, so I have a, qu- a question. <laughs> I have a question for the group and let me know if this is a fair question to ask. For sure. Who do you guys believe? Amber Heard or Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp. De- Danielle? Uh, I don't really know too much about it, but, you know, when it comes to domestic violence, I um, I tend to 
uh, you know, aside from like the physical, uh, but I tend to think that it, it winds up being like almost this horrific codependent relationship where both of them are feeding off of one another and neither one of them has the, you know, ability to walk away. There we go. It's it, domestic violence is is um, it extends beyond physical. I mean, we see the physical manifestations of domestic violence, but it's oftentimes physical, financial, emotional, mm-hmm. and even intellectual. It can get deep. I mean, really deep and complex, and complex, and it can take people years to get over it. And oftentimes, what precipitates um, what we see as a like a physical manifestation of domestic violence, um, the person has been groomed somewhere along the line um, to be either like violent, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, but even like even if you look at the way they were raised, their parenting, um, I mean, that how they, what kind of household they grew up in, and all that kind of stuff plays into you know getting into unhealthy relationships like that. So. Mm-hmm. I don't tend to assess blame like like that. I just tend to say, you know, it's really unhealthy. And, you know, true enough, somebody can get really hurt. Somebody's life can be taken from them if you guys don't stop. So it becomes very serious for me. What about you, Vincent? I mean, I... And I'm going to let you know why I'm asking that question. Can I just say Vincenzo for one moment? I I just miss saying it. Vincenzo. Vincenzo. I mean, I am siding with kind of leaning more towards Johnny Depp for a, the simple fact of I feel like domestic abuse against males goes often um, unreported, unnoticed, and I, from some of his body language I'm looking at, and then like looking at older clips over the years, it, you know, no one's. And then, but seeing how he was responding, acting like around to her, it kind of seems like he is more of the victim. But to like Danielle's point, like you know, it comes into a almost like a this toxic tango of people kind of get codependent on each other, and they feel like that's like the norm. And some situations aren't like that. Some people are literally trapped. Um, in this situation, it's like, and I, I know that ways are harder on celebrities. But it's like, you know, like he, like, I think one of the fights they got into, he just, like, grabbed his shit and went to one of his houses. <laughs> like, not that. Yeah. Yeah. Domestic, usually, they, there's, a, like, nowhere else to go. Their friends and family have been cut off. Um, so it's a weird situation because it's not, it definitely is, like, has essence of domestic abuse and violence in it. But, um, and obviously, you know, no one knows unless you're in those shoes. But it's like, obviously, there's been tons of other worst cases out there. But, but- I think, uh, the reason that I'm asking that? is because it seems like everyone is like picking a side. Yeah. Um, there are people saying, you know, oh, that bitch deserves it. Talking about Amber Heard and yeah, Johnny Depp, defend yourself. And then there's some people who are believing her. And what I like and what you just mentioned, Danielle, is exactly what their therapist this thing is getting so gutter trash and so dirty that they even had their Literally, own therapist. <laughs> they even had their own therapist testify. And their own therapist who did sessions with them said that they're both guilty of domestic violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if the therapist who had intimate conversations with the both of them is saying that they're both 
uh, um, abusive to one another? Why is everyone dividing it? And I'm seeing that a lot of people are leaning over and saying it's Amber Heard's fault because of the demeanor that Johnny Depp has had throughout the years and all this and all that. But everyone is also forgetting that this man openly admitted that he was uh, uh, addicted to prescription drug medications and addicted to alcohol. And that's when where I think it comes comes the difference of domestic uh, abuse. I feel like, just my own perspective, it looks like Johnny's abuse towards Amber was a lot more mental and maybe emotional, where Amber's was a lot more physical. Mm-hmm. And I they're think both, vi- but they're, they're both, both yeah, different both, forms of okay. violence. Yeah, absolutely. But people are picking and choosing also because Johnny Depp is a known addict. And when you're under the influence of drugs and alcohol, you are not your true authentic self. And sometimes it alters your character. So the Johnny Depp that we're seeing testify or the individual that we're seeing testify isn't the person that she had encounters with behind closed doors. Correct. And I I can really agree with that. And that's the other thing. But again, it comes into accountability of oneself. And this goes both ways. Just like where he's like, oh, like, you know, she she was physically beating me. She bit off my finger. I don't know what the hell happened to his finger. Oh, she threw a a vodka bottle, a large, like, handle, and it sliced the tip of his finger off as well. Anyway, they both should have turned the other way. They both had the means. They both had the financial means. They both had other options to get out of it. And instead, they both stayed in it to... To some point, like to like codependent, like Danielle said, they were codependent to one another. But domestic violence is bigger than just Amber Heard, like you just said, and, yeah. Do- and Johnny Depp. They had the means. Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to volunteer at a domestic violence shelter mm-hmm. where you meet people who did not have the means, dropped everything just to get away. Yep, I, I and let's say I worked with a hundred women, two of them were men. Talking back to the point of, you know, men also um, deal with domestic violence. And right. these men were so ashamed to, to be, be in the domestic yeah, violence yeah. shelter and be there with their children. And sometimes the therapist um, found it very difficult to have um, sessions with them because they didn't want to admit and want the label I as a victim of domestic yeah. violence or survivor. Mm-hmm. So I, I met people that did not have the means, that sometimes the breadwinner was um, the husband. And they didn't have the means to go to a different apartment or go to a different home to get away from their abuser. They were being abused physically, psychologically, sexually, and in a plethora of ways. So, you know, what we're seeing right now, again, with the celebrities, is it's, it's a little bit more, I, I, the way I see it is a little bit more um, manageable, is a little bit more fancy in comparison to the average person that Talk has to, to deal yeah. with the Amber Heard or the Johnny Depp in their lives. Absolutely. The other thing that's kind of weird, I, I know that might sound a little apathetic, but like, also, like, Johnny Depp is a really good actor. <laughs> yeah, hello. He could be putting on an Academy Award performance. A, a facade right now over everybody, or I don't know. I don't know. I feel like here's the thing. And I I don't know. I feel that especially because of the amount of exes he has had speak on his behalf and speak to his character about relationships he's been in with them, especially the mother of his children, Winona Ryder. Like, you know, just all of these women that he's 
been in relationships with where they're like, I've never, Kate Moss, I think, you know, where they're like, I've never had that experience with him. And I just, I, I don't know. I, That's very I, black and white though. Just because is, when but, I was dating you, I was a saint. But along the way, I started picking up that coke and that ecstasy and those. Yeah, but he's always had that issue. Oh, even back so in the and now I'm dating. Time. Now I'm dating Vincent, yeah. and I'm beating on Vincent, and I'm verbally aggressive to Vincent. We having two different experiences, but yet the same person. And not to say that that's completely indicative of the way he would behave in this relationship, but I also you're trying I, to get people right character. Exactly, and that's what this case is about. And she's painting this whole picture. Yeah, but he was also sober with those women. He was a addict. (laughs) He was an addict with his with this woman. So they 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 had two separate experiences. Right. Thirty years. He was only an addict for the last ten years. Like something. Oh no, that I don't believe. I feel like. I'm sure he was he was coking and snorting. Yeah, I don't think he just started that with Amber. I mean, I'll be. I'm going to say something kind of snippy. If I were with Amber Heard, I probably would be picking up every drug in the on the planet too. I don't see her to be that bad. But once again, she's you know. I I I want to tread lightly because this might be. Uh, traumatizing to anyone who might be hearing who someone's a That's victim true. of domestic That's violence. Because once again, Johnny Depp is the person here with the power. And Amber they both have Heard... What, you say what? They both have power. She has money. She has no, her, I her think he's the one with the power and the legacy, and she's trying to build up to that. Yes, and so to your point, Theo, so yes, and yes to the point of him having a much greater and more expansive legacy than than she does but then also to the point of it didn't take a whole lot for her to bring a large parts of his career and opportunities for him bring him kind of to his knees because oh, the only thing i know her no. from is aquaman is, is that mirror from aquaman being violent with somebody <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that's the only thing i know yeah. i know Johnny yeah. Depp basically all my life yeah i think she she may have been in a few other little things. They starred in a film called um, The Rum Diary together in 2011. It sounds like and trash. Then, I, once again, you, yeah. I mean, I heard it. Not, I she's not the known one, so it's different. Right. And but, Danielle, you're a woman. Mm-hmm. What's your perspective about this? And this, this, um, um, her versus him is the dynamic that I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing. People are either on his side, on her side. But once again, their therapist said they're both um, um, are they're them. Both of them are violent yeah. and they experience domestic violence towards one another. What do you think? Yeah, I saw an exchange, I guess, where he was showing her his cut off finger or something like that. It was just really intense. Like the exchange was really intense. Yeah. And I thought, you know, my precise thoughts about that was like, there's more than meets the eye here. Mm-hmm. Um so I again I think it's really reckless for people to just wade in and say oh Johnny's guilty or she's guilty. I think again both of them are culpable. I mean both of them have a choice and a decision to make as to whether to walk away or stay and when it becomes really bad and toxic. The dangerous thing about like domestic violence is that it often turns violent, physically violent on a on a dime. Right? And then even with like a, a slip of, you know, the seemingly like uh, simple and um, not meaning to be harmful can really turn deadly. So mm-hmm. it can be it can be volatile really easily. I just don't I don't know. I don't have an opinion about 
who's guilty or who's not out, I do know is that when it becomes harmful to either party, it's time to go to your corners, get some help, and decide whether you need to continue on. That's By the way, I, I don't know if anyone has been, if you mind sharing, if you want to share or not, but has anyone been in a domestic violence relationship, whether verbal or physical or psychological or financial? I personally have never been. I, I think I have the personality that, thank God that I was raised well, because if I wasn't raised with the Christian morals that I was raised, <laughs> I think maybe I... I think I would have been because of toxic masculinity and all this ish. I would have been a um, someone who would be the perpetrator in domestic violence. Mm-hmm. I can if I wasn't raised right and it wasn't raised to respect women, especially since my mom is like the head of the household mm-hmm. and she taught us, you know, respect. You know, thank God a woman taught me those things because if I had a man teaching me that, my papa. Um, I think um, I might have been labeled a domestic violence man, but I've never experienced that in any relationship. I've never like verbally or physically or psychologically like that's exhausting. I don't have the time for that. So I've never been Hmm. as anybody. Yeah, I have. uh, And that's just the thing, particularly being uh, LGBTQIA folks, queer folks. Mm -hmm. uh, It's important to realize that um, queer folks, queer relationships, um, same gender loving relationships are not exempt from like, you know, domestic violence and Mm -hmm. and, and hostility and stuff like that. Like, I don't know where we get that from, but, you know, even like training physicians to see that they're, that domestic violence happens in same gender loving uh, relationships as well as law enforcement. Preach. Um, And I was, and it took me literally years of counseling to get, through it and it's not a popular uh opinion but that's how i arrived at the thing that you know both people are are guilty um to some extent it's not a matter of being guilty but both people have some culpability to some role to play in it right right Mm -hmm. and like in my own situation i realized that at the very least i was guilty if you want to use the word guilty of being codependent at a certain point it became um like a drug to me to get the attention Um, even though it was not good attention yeah I mean even though it could be physically abusive so yeah I was in and 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 it took me many 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 years and lots of sitting on the couch and what I discovered in sitting on the couch was that um, um, my whole life had has been about unhealthy relationships and that was just a culminating thing and as I reflect back on it I could have lost my life I mean without going into too much detail, uh-huh. you, know, you have to start throwing liquor bottles at people's faces because you pour that alcohol down the drain. Mm-hmm. Um, or at the very least, when they become a cheater and they're messing with HIV po- positive people and they're so plastered, they don't even know that the person disclosed their HIV status. And, you know, and then that same night you're having sex, unprotected sex with your partner who you think is faithful. That kind of relationship I was in, mm-hmm. you know. Um, thank God nothing ever came of it, but I just, my face, my jaw drops every time I realize how close I came to, you know, losing my life and my life forever being changed because of um, an unhealthy relationship. Well, thank you for being so self-reflective and sharing. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Because it's a big deal for, you know, um, queer folks, for same gender loving folks. We, We often, we talk about 
a lot here and about healthy relationships between people of the same gender, um, between um, queer folks like trans folks and cisgender folks. Uh, but we don't talk about what happens when the relationship is unhealthy and mm-hmm. they get help. Great, great. Um, Vincent and Isaiah? I mean, I have... I've been in oh, situation. I would never honestly classify being in a domestic abusive relationship or domestic violent relationship. However, there has been occasional instances throughout, you know, certain relationships where things got toxic or level and mm-hmm. it led to essentially me like, no, this is not kind of what I want, what I expect, or this is not okay. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it was written off almost like as like, you know, just boys being boys testosterone like both being heated and mm. you know then it like kind of so it never really clicked with me as like uh that was kind of like wrong for a b or you know so and so to do that because i didn't look at it as being like abused or being like physically assaulted um i just looked at it as fucking boys losing their tempers and stuff and it'd be one thing i would say even like so like one instance is you know you should never put your hands on somebody but like it just never really honestly registered in my head in the same way however it's just something that i know that like a conversation would come up like eventually where it's just like listen (laughs) that happens again you're on catchy's fucking hands like i'm not playing with you and it never did so then it's like you know but then eventually like like it might have deteriorated relationship in other ways and so forth. So, by the way, studies have found that domestic violence occurs among same-sex couples at comparable rates to straight couples. One out of four to one out of three same-sex relationships has experienced domestic violence. And that makes sense. I'm not honestly surprised or shocked by that because of kind of like exactly what I said. Like you know, like boys being boys, boys will be boys. You better go like, punch oh, a like wall. Girl, so it's like okay, it's not like. <laughs> Go slap a wall. Don't slap me. Isaiah, what about you? I have not, but I can definitely see <clears throat> to Vincent's point. I mean, listen, when you, I, there's definitely the, that testosterone <laughs> when you're upset at each other, or you're angry at one another. Um, I can imagine how that could spin out of control very quickly. No, I, you know, I've never been a, thank God my mother and my father raised me the way they did with boundaries. Like, don't yell at me or don't speak at me at a certain, uh, in a certain tone. Like my madre and my papa are the ones that are allowed to speak to me that way. And I also believe that way as well. I will not speak to my partner in a certain way because I thought, you know, that's, you know, that's not my place. Mm. And if I feel like I want to hit something, the wall is always available, a brick wall. (laughs) So that I'll never do that again. Like, you know, like I've never, I, I, I once again, I don't have the time to be violent to anybody mentally, physically, or financially. That kind of way of thinking and that kind of way of existing in the world is exhausting. But sometimes it's not Precious. always like not. It's not kind of to Danielle brought it up earlier. It's sometimes like it slowly builds. It's not like it's always like immediate, like where you would instantly see it. Right. Sometimes it takes time it's for it to build. And then you do crazy things that you don't expect. Like, I hit my ex with my car. Like, literally tried to run his ass over, had him drive in and touch the bus. You never taught me that. uh, (laughs) You've done some domestic violence. I I mean, but he had it fucking coming. (laughs) (laughs) That is what they all say, Vincent. 
Look at us today. <laughs> Just a, little levity. Just a little levity, everybody. Just a little levity for a heavy conversation. No, it is heavy. I know domestic violence, but th- this is what we do here. We can talk about death, but we can always just, you know, use a little buffer. Absolutely. Because, um, you know, we always want to see the tunnel, on uh, the light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. of all these um, tough conversations. And um, once again, domestic violence, I, I, you know, I've worked with women that have experienced, men and women who experience domestic violence in the most horrible ways. I've seen jaws dislocated. I've seen people's skulls caved in. I've seen also children experience domestic violence, sometimes not physical, but, you know, it it has its ripple effects. Those around um, domestic violence also are impacted. Um, So you don't ever have to touch anyone, but if they're around that violence and, and that toxicity of domestic violence, they are impacted. Right. And there's, you know, people are in their, in their 40s and they still remember their mom or their dad being physically assaulted continuously. In and front. sometimes they carry that same behavior onward, too, like because that's the only way that's their environment they grew up in. That's how they feel like people need to be corrected and addressed. And they don't know any other way. That's a good point that you made to you, Vincent, like just even in regards to the the Mr. Depp and Mrs. Heard of it all, um, wherein Johnny Depp witnessed his father you know being you know physically assaulted and and um and abused by his mother really um, yeah so he literally watched watched that growing up his mother behaving that way towards his father so it doesn't particularly shock me that he ended up at some point sometimes it doesn't matter how long it takes it might not show up in one relationship but maybe it'll show up in another um so that's also true but i think at some point, you know, under the right set of circumstances, he was going to end up in a situation like this that's directly reflective of that. And that's kind of just... Yeah, this point, like, with that being said, it's like, you know, they said that he never had the same addiction problem. Maybe that's why he dove into drugs to escape the home life they had. And not to say that he still wasn't being abusive to her as well, but I'm saying there's other elements that may have led to his excessive drug usage as well. That's true. Um, it's, all kind of, it's all connected. It's there. Yeah. Any the- final thoughts, um, Danielle, Vincent, Isaiah? Um, I just, you know, we tend to rationalize. Uh, like, you know, I I can't recall how many times I thought it was funny that you know I did certain things, like you know, uh, I don't know, I did some crazy stuff, like put a padlock in a sock, and after a movie, <laughs> some baby oil on the floor. You know what I mean? And I did that. Like I did that. I actually know somebody who died by being hit and just by mm-hmm. after they got hit in the temple, they fell wow. to the ground and they um it was the fall to the ground that um hurt killed them. Um so like these little things, how closely we come to like our life changing trajectories forever just for mm-hmm. like stupid mistakes we laugh at, even in hindsight. Yeah. But the reality is they could have been very serious. So yeah. um, domestic violence, I, I've learned that domestic violence is, is um, we, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody here. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I've learned that Tom, sometimes we don't take it as seriously as we could. We should. Absolutely. Any more final thoughts? Oh, you know, I think that, um, I think the the important thing to remember here too, I guess is, 
and kind of to Danielle's point too, is like, you know, it really is a serious matter, you know, even though I know it kind of, you know, in their situation with for Mr. Depp and Ms. Heard, I think it's easy kind of like from a, from a spectator space to kind of, you know, you take pieces from it and haha and yada, yada, yada and stuff like that. But it's also really important to remember that it's not funny at the end of the day. And it is, it's, it's all anything that we really think, I guess, regarding it because we're not inside the relationship is, is speculative, you know, like we don't, you know, it's, it really does. It takes two, unfortunately, you know, and, yep. And um, if anyone needs help, help is available. Absolutely. You can speak with someone today at the National Domestic Violence Hotline. They're open 24 hours a day. They speak over 200 languages, so they can speak whatever language you're speaking. Um, the number is 800-799-7233. That's good. And until next time, everybody. Until next, Until next time. time. <laughs> Until next time, guys. Everybody, take care. I can't stand the rain against my window, bringing back sweet memories. Hey, window do you remember? Just one song.